0: Man, growing up, I was always known as a dancer. I was a dancer in church, mind dancer. I was always a person battle dancing in the hallways at school, at parties, you, you just, you know, in there doing a little something. So I was happy I was able to incorporate that into my career and actually reach people. I didn't think it was going to do as big as it did, but being able to do it, have fun, have patients come find me, make me more comfortable and share with me. And it just it opened the. Different picture for dentistry for me. So my thing is a lot of people are definitely scared to come to dentist. They haven't been in many, many years because they only come when they have issues. And by that time, they may even need either a root canal or an extraction. Um, and so with that, doing it on Instagram and reaching people on TikTok, people come in commenting, you know, different things, saying he looks, you know, fun. My kids may like him, bring him in, and then they say, i seen you on TikTok. I'm like, let's make a TikTok, let's have fun, let's do something with it man whatever they want to do i end up doing it either they post it or i post a few i definitely have some fun patients who you know challenge me a little bit do some things and definitely
1: hey guys dr dale here really quick before we start this episode i want to ask you to support our mission by doing one thing just subscribe subscribe to our youtube channel or our podcast channel whichever one you listen to just hit that subscribe button the way our podcasts get out there is by you guys liking it by subscribing and of course by sharing as well so if you do one of those things for us right now we really appreciate it we work very hard to make these episodes for you guys we work very hard to get them out for you guys and just to try to uplift the entire community so if you can help us out by doing one of those things subscribe share or like every time i really appreciate it love you guys what is up, fam? I'm Dr. Dale, the author of How to Raise a Doctor Wizard from Parents Who Did it, the author of Pre-Med Mondays, the author of Black Men and White Coast, the author of the Doctor Children series, the author of A Doctor's Guide to Self-Publishing, go grab your copies. I'm we'll gonna put some links below. Go grab your copies. Good stuff. You listen to the Black Men and White Coast podcast, the place where clinicians have the platform to share their stories with viewers and listeners. I say viewers, because y'all gotta check us out on YouTube. We're trying to get some of these videos out like you. So Happy to share stories with viewers like you. Super excited about today's guest. Before we get into his story and this whole journey and how he got to be where he's at, I want to remind you, pre-meds out there, we're paying for MCATs. We're paying for MCATs. Take advantage. We're going to put the link down below. All right. So if you're somebody you're trying to get to med school, and you're about to take the MCAT, hey, we'll reimburse you. We will pay for that test. The money's in the bank. We're good for it. So click that link below. Application going take you five, ten minutes, or whatever. You ain't gotta pay for nothing, none of that stuff. We just want to give you guys money to help you along this journey because we know that hey, some some of y'all um would benefit from it. All right, so make sure you do that, everybody. We get a lot of messages about how what's coming up, what events coming up, this and that. Get on the email list so we don't have to send all y'all messages one at a time. Right, get on the email list. We're gonna put the link down below. Also, click it. Get on the email list. That way you'll be staying up to date with everything we're doing. Black men and white Coast. and of course, the big thing we're super excited about is the summits about to be back on the way again, right? So um, we've already got 20 summers planned coming up for this next year, 20 Buttman and White Coast Youth summits, and more will be coming. So stay tuned. If you ever heard of us coming to your city yes, yeah, send us a message. Let us know, all right? We're trying to get out there across the whole country. With that said, I'm happy to introduce you to my guest today. Super excited about this, man. I got caught up just like on his LinkedIn, not LinkedIn, on his um, Instagram page, man. I just got sucked in watching all his dancing videos, and he was just giving us a like that. I was like, man, I wish I could. I wish I still had those moves, man, but it got, got me sucked in on the Instagram for a while. So I should have been doing work, but I'm I'm a I was watching the dance moves, trying to see if I still had a little something. Um, but my, my guy, Dr. Justin Sanders, we're going to get into his story. Dr. Justin Sanders, um, dentist. So, I'm in the White Coast. We've had a, a couple dentists, right? Um, mostly we do um, MDs. We might have some MPs or other things like that. But I think, really, I think we probably have one or two dentists. So, it's going to be super exciting this episode. And, I'm really happy about it, so I want to bring that different perspective and give you guys something different, something interesting, or something that honestly can be a really good lifestyle for some of y'all. Yeah, we were just talking about that. My guy, man, Dr. Sanders, how are you? Pretty good. Thanks for having me. Appreciate yeah, it. Definitely, 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 man. Um, like I said, man, I caught up on your, on your IG stuff. It was super entertaining and the dance moves. First of all, how do you stay How do you stay up to date with those dance moves? Let me ask that. How do you keep up? Because I used to dance a little bit, too, but now I'm like <laughs> old and bald and stuff, and I can't do it no more, man.
0: Man, growing up, I was always known as a dancer. I was a dancer in church, mind dancer. I was always a person battle dancing in the hallways, at school, at parties, get just you know, getting there, doing a little something. So I was happy I was able to incorporate that into my career and actually reach people I didn't think it was going to do as big as it did, but being able to do it, have fun, have patients come find me, make me more comfortable and share with me. And it just it opened a different picture for dentistry for me.
1: Actually, so let's go ahead and get that out of the way right now. Um, can you share your, your handles, your TikTok and your
0: IG? Share your handles so people can sort of uh, go watch this because you'll be getting it, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, on Instagram, I think it's just Dr. J. Sanders. Uh, let me make sure. I think it's an underscore in there. Dr. underscore J. Sanders. Dr. underscore J. Sanders. And then TikTok actually may be the exact same. Nope, just just Dr. J. Sanders. No, underscore. D-R J. Sanders. So y'all check it out. Now, you know, just start the episode
1: by talking about how cool the thing that is. Because if you go watch some of these videos, you're in there with some patients, right? <laughs> yeah. Patients. Yeah, right. yeah. Talk about that just to get, we'll get into your stories like for that. But just talk about that because that's a unique aspect of, of healthcare in general, that people, you know, overlook about the ability to make patients feel a certain way. So what is that dancing and, you know, engaging them at one-arm push-ups, all that stuff?
0: Yeah. <laughs> So, my thing is, a lot of people are definitely scared to come to the dentist. They haven't been in many, many years because they only come when they have issues. And by that time, they may either need a root canal or an extraction. Um, And so, with that, doing it on Instagram and reaching people on TikTok, people come in commenting, you know, different things, saying he looks, you know, fun. My kids may like him. Bring him in. And then they say, I've seen you on TikTok. I'm like, let's make a TikTok. Let's have fun. Let's do something with it. And then, whatever they want to do, I end up doing it. And either they post it or I post a few. I definitely had some fun patients who, you know, challenged me a little bit, do some things, and it's definitely took fun. And they start bringing the whole family, and more and more people come to the dentist and getting more comfortable. Cause it's not like it was many years ago when you have those frightening scares at dentistry, you hear those scare stories. Technology is so much different. I tell people all the time, your phone now is so much different than it was ten years ago. So t- showing you the technology and different ways we do things are have come a long way. So it's easier to get the patients comfortable in a chair, and then TikTok and Instagram has allowed me to reach more people to let them know that right, we are here. We care about our patients. It's a lot. It's great that people, you know, they never seen a black dentist before, a black male dentist, especially one that's down to earth. So when they come see me, we always have a good time, make them laugh, make them comfortable, and then take care of those teeth. Nice,
1: nice. Tell. Me, so when you do that, are you, is that like a marketing strategy for you, or just like you just do it because of fun?
0: Man, it wasn't. So before I. And before I, you know, got Dr. Sanders, I was always one making Vine videos or dancing videos. You know, just doing crazy things. So I, you know, I kind of straight away, but so I, I didn't post as much. But then the company was like, "Well, you should start posting some more things." I was like, "Nah, I didn't think too much of it." So I had fun with the patients. We had music going, close the room, they, their favorite artists. We in there dancing, singing, having fun, making appointment fun. And then it was like, you know, you should do this trend because every trend, you know, you at, at the house chilling, watching videos, and all of a sudden, you hear things coming up, you, you know, trying to figure, see if you can do it, and they're like, man, I can do this, So I started recording, and then it took off, and I was like, okay, I guess like it's something I can do, make it fun.
1: There you go, so um, the lesson there is if you want your your practice to do well, so you gotta learn how to TikTok. <laughs> uh, but, but all right. so let's, let's go back to, um, like you said, man, you know, not very many um, black men, black individuals, but black men specifically also in the field of dentistry, you know, thinking of, I Man, if I'm just really thinking about it, other than, other than the ones that I, I, like, met throughout my medical journey, outside mm-hmm. of that, man, I probably know, like, five or less. Of course, I know a lot more because I went through, you know, the healthcare system for my mm-hmm. education, but excluding those, I don't know very many, right? Um, so, first first thing I'm curious to know is what got you into dentistry? Like, say, hey, you know, I want to be a dentist. Because mm-hmm. if, if, if you're not seeing
0: that around you and such like that, like, what yeah. gets you? So growing up, um, I'm from Indianapolis, Indiana, born and raised. Um, there was pretty, pretty much only like two black male doctors in our area, and everybody either went to one or the other. Um, I didn't think of that too much back then, because I always went to that dentist. His name was Dr. Austin, and I had to do a career fair project, a career fair or a career something project in like third grade. And they had to pick a career that you wanted to do. So I was like, oh, I love my dentist. You know, I always have phone. I go. Um, so I did him, I shadow him for like a few days and did a whole write-up, you know, pretty much the whole nine yards with it. I'm like, this is something I can't actually see myself doing. This is third grade at the, at the time. So and I from there, middle school, every every time somebody asked me, I said, I want to be a dentist. So I started shadowing more people, middle school. And then by the time I got to high school, I'm gearing towards being a dentist. So I'm asking people what I need to do, what mistakes did you make, what do I need to avoid, what things can I do to make it me a better applicant, because at this point, I'm pretty serious. Um, and so from high school, I ended up going to Tuskegee University, HBCU in Alabama, far from Indiana. <laughs> so is my, Tuskegee. My, my,
1: uh, my father-in-law went to Tuskegee, so I The last three is Tuskegee, Tuskegee University. So, yeah. He goes back there every year, I'm Like he, he will Thanks. not stop
0: going home coming <laughs> It's a great time, I will say, so I definitely enjoyed it, so I had a good time, but it still was Everything in school was pretty much centered around being a dentist. So I majored in biology. I did um,
1: internships
0: at IU School of Dentistry during the summer or University of Michigan um, dental school pretty much just building my um, resume and building me as an applicant to get into dental school because I knew that was my goal. Um, and then from there, I did also research at Tuskegee um, community service, pretty much everything I needed to do because I was getting advice from all these different people I met. Nice. So it was pretty much a straight through, easy, not easy, but it was paid like a, a specific journey made just for me. So it was, if you're interested in it, I like tell people early, at least shout out that person because I know people who went to dental school and like, man, this is really not something I want to do. So you waste your time and not being able to shadow. So I did a lot of shouting out. High school, I think I did Every senior year. Monday and Tuesday, I went to IU school of dentistry and shadowed for like two hours. So I had like 200 shadowing hours by the time I got to dental school. Cause it was God, so <laughs> and I say that's, that application, like it was it was perfect. Perfect. So I had a That's, lot that's of crazy.
1: Out. So you're in third grade on your own volition, like it's like your mom or dad was like, Hey, yeah, you should go into dentistry.
0: Well, so, they, they had might- some so when my granddad asked me, I would never get this RP to one of the greatest men I know. Um he asked who I wanted to be. And I was a little chunky kid. I'm not the skinniest person now, but I lost some weight. I was like, I want to be a piece of man because my mom always tipped the piece of man really good. I'm like, man, these people make up money. You're getting paid, boy. This can't be it. So I, it made me think of something else, and that's mm-hmm. the perfect time. I, I don't know how I still remember this to this day. Like, Misfits, third grade uh, science class, something, some class. And that's when I did it.
1: it was, that's uh, wild. So, so you third grade you know you have this epiphany and that clicks <laughs> but maybe even like wilder more wild whatever is the fact that you then started taking the right steps at such a such an early age because most people might say like, like when i was in i think seventh grade or whatever i went to go shadow a vet right i saw like an acl mm. surgery, which i almost passed out during i had to leave right? <laughs> <laughs> A dog acl surgery. i had to leave so i was about to i was getting woozy um but I didn't. After that experience, I didn't go do anything to dealt with that. You know, I didn't go do anything with medicine. There was no more shadowing. There was nothing right mm-hmm. until like late in college. In college, so in fact, in third grade you did that, and then you started doing these programs of the shadowing such. Mm-hmm. What was the um? What was the impetus? What what kept you motivated to keep on doing the right things at such a young age when people are playing basketball, football? You know, the guys are trying to learn about mirror all sorts of stuff. So many distractions, but you're still doing the right stuff. How did you have that guidance to know to do
0: that? Man, so people always think, like, if you want to be a doctor, you can't do things. So in high school, middle school, I was still, you know, I was prime king, homecoming king. I was the captain of the football. You were that, you were that
1: guy, man. You were I was first part.
0: team all state. went to the state of wrestling as class vice president. I, was, I, I pretty much did everything. So I was very active, which also helped my application when I was applying, because I could say I did all these things. and still maintained a good DPA. Um, I had a very good uh, support system. You know, I was, I was busy in the church. And I had a lot of mentors because once you were one mentor, you get all that knowledge, and he introduces you to somebody else, and they introduce you to somebody else. And so I have a, a
1: there's not many
0: males, black males in the gentry field, but I have a lot of different mentors that help me out in the process. So I'm definitely, we'll say I'm blessed. <laughs> I will be say I'm blessed because I was very. I mean, of course, I had some hardships. We all have our hardships. Things sometimes you think maybe just not right, maybe. I'm not smart enough. Man,
1: I'm not good enough for this. But then you just keep pushing through. Let, let, let me let me let me ask. So, what was the hardest thing you dealt with on that journey? Right? Because right so far you just grabbed you Perfect right now. You you're ah, the dude. What stage you want? What stage you want? Because I
0: have a lot. And <laughs> um, hey, give me any,
1: anything from like before you you went off to college. But what, 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 what was for your biggest you struggle before you went to college? We'll be right back. Oh. I
0: want them bad only do it like flagger, yeah. I'm kicking flare no saga, yeah. Hey, I like the blues, I might go Jenny like Jackson. I got the margin, yeah. It's all about progression. Life is like a blessing, everything
1: Black men and white coats merch found at BMwc.store dot What was what was before your college. biggest struggle before you went to college?
0: Um for college. Oof. Probably Somewhat staying out of trouble because I was that class clown, and then some. It was in such situ- mean, how do I explain it? Class clown as and I, so I used to be a class clown, and it turned out to be helpful for me to the tissue field and get a, get in it um, started helping me out. So you know, I was able to relate to patients and be now, but back then people were like, "Are oh, you doing too much?" You know, dancing that stuff wasn't like I said. I was dancing down in the hallways doing certain things. I was throwing parties, so. I wish I could stay a little more. Actually, I wouldn't wish everything happened for a reason. So I'm glad everything that did happen as far as, you know, throwing up parties, getting into just certain troubles here and there. But it, it defined who I am today. So
1: yeah, there's, a, there's a pastor um down here in the Dowser, His name is Matt Chandler. And he talks about how when he was, um he grew up outside in Galveston area where, where I grew up. Um, mm-hmm. He talks about how, like, when he was young, or whatever, in high school, he's getting so much trouble. He's always loud, getting in trouble all the time, you know, for, for being too loud in to his voice. And he's like, now people know him as a relatively, you know, famous pastor. He said, now people know me for being loud in my voice. So that thing that people thought was a bad thing is now turning good things. That's similar to what uh, you're saying, right? So people, you might have been definitely, you know, And now you, now you get to use that skill, which is really social
0: ability, is what it was. Yes. Right? Personality to relate to your patients. Because I still remember, even in high school, I remember. Like I I was smart, and so I would finish work earlier. So, but they always said I was distracting everybody else from doing certain things. Like even you know TikTok, I was having fun now, but back then that wouldn't have been appropriate. You know, making videos, having fun, doing certain things. So you know, looking back, like dang, I was kind of immature. But at the same time, like that's who I am and who I am today. So and it worked.
1: Yeah, you know, and I don't know about calling it immature, man. It's, it's funny how things, like, you know, before we came out, we were just talking about my kids. And, mm-hmm. and my older boy some days, he'll come home from school and say, that they have these things called code where you get in trouble. He's like, he doesn't get in trouble, like, much really. But every time and then they come up with the code. But, Daddy, I got a code for blah, 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 blah. And first used he's get mad at him. Like, and I, I mean, he's got, like, five ever, you know, so it's not many. But I just get mad at him. Like, ah, why are you doing that? And they, then I started realizing, like, you know, the stuff he's getting in trouble for a while, I want him to be respectful and such. You know, these are things that are going to, like, be beneficial to to him when he gets, you know, as he gets older down the line. These are uh, the character traits that when fostering the right environment are actually beneficial, types of things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to your point, for, for parents, right, or even students listening, like, obviously, you know, I'm sure you were respectful to your teachers and such, but, oh, definitely. you know, don't, don't, like, shut off that personality characteristic, because that's, that's
0: going to
1: be useful down the
0: line, right? Mm, definitely, definitely. I 100% agree with that, because even, like, I was very outgoing sometimes too outgoing but even now I'm so glad I have that trait because it's, when you're in dental school or the dentistry field so many people are you know the top of the class you know you have to have a high GPA certain things if you're in the dentistry field be a doctor and some people don't have those characteristics and I'm grateful that I also went to Howard University College of Dentistry where we had to recruit on patients so it's easy for me to go to we have like the undergrads they have free dental treatment but we just had to recruit those patients so I was able to some of my classmates who aren't so personable, you know, go up there with them, you know, help them recruit patients and show, show them the ropes because it came sacred nature. So I was definitely appreci- appreciative of that. So it kind of helps them smart. It helps them not the smartest, but I kind of knew how to get through school and, you know, take care of my work, learn a lot. And then as well as being personable, making patients feel comfortable, willing them to they're willing to get in my chair sometimes that's the hardest thing for them to continue to do uh, procedure because sometimes they don't trust a lot of doctors because they feel like they're just money hungry but if you're able to explain to them what's going on and what they need and how it's important for them to take care of these things they're willing to do it because you want to do preventive things then reactive things don't come in where you're just in pain but continuously and not after we get you out this pain
1: i like that Stay willing to get in your chair like i like that general saying um Tell me about your parents. What kind of influence were your parents on you growing up? What kind of uh and what kind of background did you grow up in? Things of that sort. Tell me about that.
0: Um, parents great. You know, um, dad was real estate agent, my mom's real estate agent. So both of them were real estate. Um, they're very personable as well, big in community. Um, dad, he was always my coach for every sport growing up until I got to high school, he just got to be on the side, but he was very important in my life as far as molding to who I am. And then my mom, she's like the, my rock. <laughs> I to, I, to this day, I still talk to her on the way to work. Um, they were both influential in my life. She was the one helping me with um, my portfolio and stuff together. To, as I'm, She was the main, my main person who kept me focusing to get to my goal. I thought what my goal was, she helped me get to that. Um, and that's pretty much She's one of the main reasons why I kind of got through or got to deal school. because she helped me out
1: a lot. Yeah, man, parents, man, that, that that support I two great parents in my life as well. That support mm-hmm. for me parents can't be it can't be, you know, understated or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're saying how you were able to stay on track and like certainly you know the parents had to have something to do with that. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. along, <laughs> along that journey. Um so why why the decision to go to um, Tuskegee? Why the HBUs decision? I went to T. Washington. Also,
0: man, one of my favorite books is about <laughs> to Washington. Uh, yeah, he has a lot of history into it. Um, both my parents went to HBCUs. My brother went to North Carolina A and T University, which is also HBCU. So I feel like that was only right for me. I got scholarships to other schools uh, from Indiana, so I got a scholarship to Indiana University. But I kind of wanted that um, support from HBCU, more people like me, and I hear. When I went there to visit them on Black College tour, I went to, you know, Morehouse, I went to Clark, Atlanta, I went to Tuskegee, Hampton, pretty much all these HBCUs and Tuskegee, this, Tuskegee just, you know, spoke to me. You know, it's a beautiful campus, beautiful people, uh, wonderful professors. They're not just a number, but your name. Like these professors they call, take I still have a relationship with my professors to this day, you know. And I, I my friends that went to other schools, big schools, um. Uh, Look, their professors never really cared about them. So these different programs, when I got to Michigan program and I did these research things, my professors are the ones who called me and like, you need to apply to this. You want to do this? They helped me they also helped me reach my goals. Areas within the professors at these HBCUs help me get to the next level. So they're my goals, I was serious about it. I still have fun at T U, which is you know they call T U turn up, but you still they help you get to your goals. Um, I did a lot of. Um, Symposiums so where I presented research and it helped me pretty much become it helped me mold to who I am at that stage of life. And then same thing, main reason why I went to Howard. I still want that HBCU feel. You know, they cared about you. They made sure you were ready for the world for the most part.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, well when I think about Tuskegee, I was something to think about vet because they got a strong vet program down there. Right? Oh, definitely.
0: My, my roommate was a uh, is a vet now, actually. Um he's, they have a real pre vet track program at Tuskegee where the vet school is like literally I took classes in the school so it's right there so if you're thinking about doing vet school Tuskegee is one of the top ones they had tv show at one point from uh Tuskegee vets so it's pretty cool yeah so so um for for the listeners
1: um, who might be interested in going into dentistry Mm -hmm. what are the like what are some some key things that you need to do because you know a lot of a lot of our usual listeners will probably by now know the things the steps to get into med school. Can you just kind of recap that journey to get into dental school? Thanks for watching. Join us next week for part
0: two. like do it like. Kickin' with no saga, yeah. Hey, yeah. I like them blues. I might go Jenny like Jackson. I got the margin, yeah. It's all about progression. Life is like a blessing. Everything a win, loss is like a lesson. Ooh, ooh, yeah. Ain't no time for stressing. I've been really stepping. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. If you wanna go get it, stop playing around. Really got on racks ain't playing around. Wanna go get it, stop playing around. Really got them racks ain't playing around. Black man, white yeah. coach shit, we up.